Hi everyone, before we get started, we wanted to let you know that we recorded most of our Luke Cage rewinds before the resurgence in Black Lives Matter protests after the killings of George Floyd and countless others. As you probably know, the Luke Cage series goes deep into the kinds of racism faced by Black people every day. As hosts who are not Black, we have not covered it as well as we should have, but we are trying to get better. We stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Movement, so our non-discussion of the issue in these episodes comes from uh, recording before the tragedies and not ignoring the issues. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Cameron. And before we get into it, we want to ask you to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And if you could uh, subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating, that would be awesome. And you can tell your friends. I think that's a good thing you should tell your friends. Uh, Tell them that they're looking really nice today. Ask them if they've lost some weight or gained some weight, if they're that kind of person. Um, you know, maybe they're, they're working out and muscle. And I've gone on too bad of a tangent. Anyway, tell your friends about this uh, podcast. And now let's talk about the actual thing that we're supposed to be talking about. Not my stupid tangent. The season finale of episode, uh, sorry, the season finale of season one of Luke Cage, with episode 13, You Know My Steez, which originally premiered September 30th, 2016. And I'm a failure because I forgot to write a summary, so I just copied one right off of Wikipedia. So here's a summary I have never read before. Let's see how it goes. In flashbacks, Stryker helps Lucas become a boxer, eventually leading to the latter winning an important match. In the present, Cage and Stryker continue their fight inside and outside the barbershop. In the confusion, Knight drops her phone and Dillard loses the file which proves uh, Cage's innocence. Cage tries to deal with Stryker, but eventually knocks him out when the suit's power system fails. Dillard is arrested after publicly outing Cage as Lucas. Alvarez, who, oh, that's Shades, Alvarez uses Knight's phone to lure Candace out of hiding and kills her. Without whose testimony, Dillard walks free. Ridley blames uh, Knight for keeping Candace at a private place instead of protective custody. Federal marshals arrest Cage for his escape from Seagate. Claire kisses him before he leaves and promises to call a good lawyer that she knows. I wonder who that is. Fish finds the files to clear Cage's name in the barbershop. Dillard reopens Harlem's Paradise with Alvarez by her side and Knight watching them. Claire considers taking up self-defense classes. Hospitalized Striker is visited by Bernstein. Bernstein Bear. <laughs> uh, for a minute, I was wondering why you were using like different names, the things that we don't usually call these characters, and then I realized, oh yeah, that's right, you just copied from Wikipedia. Yep. <laughs> so much that I didn't know who Alvarez was until I read <laughs> ahead half a sentence. <laughs> uh, all right. Thought there was a random character that we've never seen. <laughs> it just showed up in the finale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's start our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. 
Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. You didn't see that coming? Ow. Do you have any fast facts? No, I don't. I, I kind of put everything that would maybe possibly be a fast fact into things about the characters, so no. Okay, so you mixed them in with slow facts. I get it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, well, this episode's title is called um, uh, You Know My Steez. comes from the Gangstar song from the album Moment of Truth. And as I mentioned at the end of the last episode, I had no idea what Steez was. Maybe it's something that's very common. But I just am not up with the hip slang. <laughs> anyway, Al, do you know what steez is? I have absolutely no idea. All right. Steez means, I looked it up, uh, a person's distinctive and attractive or impressive style of dress or way of doing things. Or the quality of being effortlessly, effortlessly uh, stylish without trying. <laughs> or fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic because of the fashion that Stryker is wearing through this episode. <laughs> his uh, his horrible looking uh, power suit. Yes. Which we do get some answers about that. I, I was happy to see. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was good. <laughs> and then uh, two things at the end. Uh, we see Claire getting, uh, finally starting her self-defense classes or getting a flyer for that. Um, and that poster said, uh, it was run by Colleen Wing, who we comics people know, uh, from Iron Fist and people who've watched these shows know from Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) So I I guess my question is why does she need self-defense class? I mean, we haven't seen her (laughs) be the, uh the person who needs help in a while. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, not since daredevil season one, really. Right. Yeah. And that was a situation that like, not a lot of people can get out of because she was kidnapped by like multiple armed people. Yeah. And then later she fought ninjas. So I'm right. Yeah. I think she killed one. Did she stab? Yeah. She killed, she killed a ninja because it was the one that they autopsied. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, I don't. I don't know what she's thinking. She'll get out of this. Do, does she want to be a, a hero on the streets? Is is that the plan? Maybe. Maybe she wants to be a ninja. Maybe she's planning on breaking Luke out of prison. Oh. Okay. I mean, I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> and then you've got like a team up situation going. Yeah. Everyone's looking at him, taking the bullets, and then she sneaks around and does ninja. She does. Yeah. Exactly. Ninjas. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. And then also at the end of the episode, we see uh, when Misty walks into Harlem's Paradise wearing that red dress is actually the comic accurate outfit for Misty Knight, except for she has both arms. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yep. That, that's all I have for our fast facts. <laughs> OK. Well, then in that case, let's move on to heroes. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. A for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. I'm Luke Cage. You can't burn me, you can't blast me, and you definitely can't break me. I am Harlem, and Harlem is me. Uh, Who should we start with? I I, I mean, I I feel like we should start with Luke. Yep. Go on that, yeah. 
right. Um, I don't have actually this whole episode. I don't have a whole lot of notes because a lot of this episode was just the climax battle and what they called the denouement, the just like wrapping up of everything. Oh, so is that is that French? Um, maybe I probably <laughs> actually I remember learning it in college. <laughs> it's like okay. the the after the action climaxes is like the ending of the story where everything like starts going downhill, like wrapping up. Gotcha. So what was that called again? Denouement. Yeah, denouement. Oh, okay. Well, I'm hoping I remember that word. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I'm pretty much kind of the same. Actually, I probably have more notes about him, but I feel like I'll talk about him the least. Um, maybe maybe Misty less. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the, you know the the first part of of this episode is him fighting Diamondback, and there's so much involved with that. So I don't know if there was anything specific you wanted to touch on there first. I mean, I uh, it's just like how he figured it out before I figured it out, which is unusual in these shows, that <laughs> it was his punches who was powering Diamondback. Was that obvious? And I just missed it. I did not notice at all. Um, yeah. Um, did did they ve- verify that? I mean, that's what I assume, because what happens is he stops fighting, and then his suit powers down. I think he absorbed the power from his punches and stuff. Oh no! Um, so they so during the end of that fight, they kept interlacing that with the flashback of when they were uh, teenagers, and then they were boxing, and. There were like two things that they they kept uh, m- that they they mentioned like during the, the boxing. Uh, one was make sure you breathe because without breath you don't have energy, and without energy you're not doing anything, right? So that's I think that was linking to the you don't have any energy in the suit. And mm-hmm. then the other one was, I mean I don't know who was actually saying it, um, but it was it was someone telling uh, Luke or Carl at the time um, to let the enemy wear themselves out. So basically yeah. the Homer boxing situation. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had assumed that the suit just ran out of juice uh, because he just kept punching Luke and Luke was kind of just able to take it. Okay. I mean, that that's what I thought happened. And then, like, it, I don't know why it occurred to me. Like, well, as soon as Luke stops punching and throwing him, he loses energy. So I thought he was absorbing, you know, the energy that Luke put into him which would actually might be a cooler power. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Black Panther suit. Yeah. yeah. But nowhere near as good. <laughs> All right. Well, then there goes my um, notes about him stopping fighting to power down Lu- uh, Willis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, this fight, I don't know if we want to talk about it now or talk about it with Diamondback. I, Should we just yeah. talk about the whole fight since it's yeah. like... Yeah, it's it's such a big part of this, and honestly, those are my only notes about Diamondback also during this fight. So yeah, let's let's just we'll include all that here. So yeah, what uh, what do you want to go with it? Um, all right. So do you remember in oh, Thor: God. The Dark World uh-huh. when um, uh, Malekith's minion, I can't remember his name, uh, like picked up that giant rock and threw it at Thor, and it just looked like cartoonishly ridiculous. <laughs> uh yes i i i remember that vaguely 
but yeah. That that's how I feel about this whole fight because they're just too too normal. I mean, they're big, they're strong guys, but they're normal looking guys just punching people across the street or throwing motorcycles with pretty much one hand. It's like. I know it's trying to look strong, and this is, might actually be what it would be like if there were real superheroes, but it just looks completely unrealistic. <laughs> it does. Well, I mean, you have to remember that that's basically kind of everything we see Captain America do, only with less jumping around and like acrobatic stuff. Yeah, yes and no. Yeah, I, I do specifically remember when Captain America kicked a car so hard it swung into another guy. Well, yeah, <laughs> in the beginning of Civil War, but um, we don't see Cap uppercut someone so hard they're flying sixty feet. At least to my memory, I guess there's. I guess that's true. I remember um, in Captain America: The First Avenger, there's the scene where we see him kick someone, and that person goes flying through a door, and I, I'm pretty sure it was a metal door, but a door. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does that. He does do that super kick off the boat too, in oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I, I think I, I don't, I don't know why it works with Cap. It definitely doesn't work with Thor. Or, like <laughs> it didn't work in Thor, um, the Dark World, or in Age of Ultron when he picks up that. I remember him picking up a steel girder and swinging it like it was nothing, and that looked cartoony as well. <laughs> well, I, I think part of that was the graphics there just didn't look that good um, yeah. on the, the steel girder. But, uh, I mean, you're right. It's so weird seeing a normal human-sized person, like, doing something to that effect. When we see the Hulk do it, well, okay, sure, the Hulk is, like, yeah, super big all around, etc. And green. Yeah, I mean, that, like, it doesn't bother me with the Hulk or Iron Man because they both have they're augmented like iron man has a suit so it, like my mind says okay it's a suit doing it hulk is hulk <laughs> so <laughs> okay yeah i think it looks it's because it looks like there's no effort to it okay um do you have the same thought when in infinity war at the beginning we see spider-man catch a car no but i don't think that's clear enough <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't think it's not like as crystal sharp as this. Like it's on caught on the phone and shown on the little hologram phone. Okay, all right, that, that's yeah. true. Okay, but the thing is, like, I'm thinking about uh, Superman movies, like both Superman Returns and Man of Steel, or not Man, maybe Man of Steel, but I'm thinking um, <laughs> BVS. Like you see him carrying something ridiculously large, a whole freaking island, and the space shuttle. Um, but it looks like he's struggling with the weight. So, like, my mind accepts it more. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it should be, it should be harder. <laughs> it, it is weird, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, they, but they have powers. <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm going with what you said at the beginning, right? Like, this is probably only because, or this is probably what it would actually look like in real life. Yeah. Weird as all hell. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, let's see. What else do I have for this? I mean, if we're going Diamondback stuff, we get some answers about his Hammer Tech suit. Yeah, let's talk about those. Okay, go for it. So, was the? Do you think the suit was made like specifically? Or no, they said the suit was made specifically for Luke. Is Hammer working with a black market, or just delivering these super suits to anybody? <laughs> 
Um, I mean, okay. So I'm, I I have trouble believing it was made specifically for Luke for fighting Luke. I mm-hmm. would believe it's made for fighting someone like Luke, someone who's stronger, someone who is essentially bulletproof. Um, I could believe that Hammer Tech saw like, oh, hey, there is a person with this kind of power. What would something to fight someone like that look like? And can we make it and sell it? So I, I guess I, I guess maybe they're like, oh, he's kind of the only one we know of with his powers like it. So I guess we'll build something for him and maybe we'll be able to sell or for fighting him. And then maybe we'll be able to sell that to other people for fighting enhanced people like like him um what was the question again <laughs> <laughs> i mean like you, you kind of answered it like why well first of all are they working with a black market uh, or do they just sell these suits to whoever whoever wants them and has the money so uh, that's that's a really good question i mean i would believe that they are you know maybe they're getting a little shady but like we we had this question a couple weeks ago about Diamondback just in general. Like, how is he getting all of that hammer tech? Right? He had multiple different kinds of weapons from Hammer. He has this suit. Um, the whole um, the, he has the whole uh, uh, Judas bullet, right? Like, either he has a really good hookup, <laughs> like um, like someone selling to him that shouldn't be selling to him, or yeah, ham- maybe Hammertech really is selling to him black market in in a way. Um, like I would definitely believe that, given the amount of stuff that he has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Hammertech. Like we know that uh, Stark uh, Industries sold to terrorists. It's probably not that surprising that they're selling to the gangs of New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've been doing it since the twenties. Um, I've never saw that. That uh, I've never seen that movie, so I don't know. Yeah, that takes place. place in like during the Civil War. Oh, okay. So eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Got it. Um, I can tell you had no idea. <laughs> oh, glad I asked. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, and I mean, you know, with a uh, you know with Stark Industries you know, selling to terrorist organizations, that was a a thing that they, you know, kept under wraps because, you know, it was essentially like one small business unit was doing it to mm-hmm. like bring in all this income and all that stuff, right? So could be the same thing at, at uh, Hammer or Hammer Tech, right? Um, you've got someone whose business unit is losing a lot of money and, you know, they're not getting any raises or any promotions, they're like, you know what? I'm just going to start selling over here on the black market. We'll bring in a lot of money into the company. I'll make sure no one asks questions, uh, and then and then we're good. And yay, I get a promotion because I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure stuff like that happens. I would believe it. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprising at all. Yeah. I do have questions about your theory that they built the suit to fight some, like specifically, like designed it based on Luke, but we're selling it to fight other heroes. Uh huh. Um, the only other heroes I could think of who have similar powers is Captain America, that you could potentially fight with this suit. Like, I mean, I mean, guess Black Panther, but he's not widely known. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that's just the the known ones, right? Um, 
God, I mean, we, we keep talking that we have no idea when this takes place in comparison to things, but um, at, at some point, either before now or, or after the, the stuff with all the inhumans happened, right? Um, yeah. At right. least with the, the fish oil tablets and inhumans just showing up. So we have absolutely no idea how many inhumans or powered people exist throughout the world. Um, and that's just now, like there were people with powers that were just kind of showing up before that we saw during the first season of agents of shield, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of random people just ended up with powers for miscellaneous reasons. So this could just be them getting ready and, Maybe this is a prototype. Yeah. So yeah. okay, I'll, I'll accept that. I I like most of the MCU. Forgot about the Inhumans. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, someday they'll be rebranded X Men, but we'll see what happens with that. They might be. <laughs> I mean, they could also reclaim Inhumans because I don't I don't see them changing like Miss Marvel's origin, and we know we're going to Miss Marvel um show. Yeah, I don't see them changing that part, um, but I, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see how much of an impact they want the uh, the mutants to to be in this uh, in the MCU because I I still have some questions like how well they're they're actually going to fit all that in. Um, but uh, hey, you know they've got a lot of people. They've got enough money to to make sure they make money off of it. So yeah. oh yeah, I mean I'm not. I'm going to bet it will have something to do with uh, the multiverse and uh, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. Okay. Like, they'll be established, but things will be tweaked. Kind of like Crisis on Infinite Earths on the DC side, where, like, they'll bring in aspects from different universes. Okay, yeah, that that would make sense. I mean, hell, there was even a storyline in the in the Marvel comics that did something pretty much same concept. Um, yeah, um, House yeah. of M, right? Uh, no, no, there was um, this was something more recent. Um, uh, I forgot what it was called. Uh, might have been Battle World, Secret World, uh, ba- Battle World. I know Battle World okay. was like three years ago. Okay, yeah, it was, got, it was but, that one. Yeah, yeah. and they, I've like, always they, meant to read that. I'm actually was, reading through the uh, Jason Aaron Thor run, which like Battle World happens in the middle of that, so I might read all the tie-ins to that. Okay, yeah, it. I mean, the the main comic was weird, and I didn't read like enough of the like offshoot ones of the other stuff that was going on at the time. So like, I feel like I missed stuff, but but I mean, yeah. s- same thing, right? Like maybe maybe that is something. Maybe they'll they'll link to something like that, and they'll just combine all the worlds, and then all of a yeah. sudden, you know, that one Earth over there that had mutants instead of Inhumans. Now those things are here. Yay. Yeah, no, I have a love hate relationship with those big crossovers because I love that they have all these other like interconnected stuff, like the MCU. But mm-hmm. also, I hate that you have to read all the interconnected stuff. It takes a lot longer than watching the MCU. Yeah, it's also a lot of planning too on the comic side, right? Because you have to like you realize like, oh wait, this other one happens before this story. Well. Uh-huh. All right, well, I'll I'll read that one first, or eh, never mind. I'll just hope it doesn't spoil things. And, you know, it's it's a it's effort. It, it kind of sucks. It is them, it yeah. is effort. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm I'm there reading comics. It's like I don't care about Dazzler. Why am I reading this Dazzler comic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Anyway, I think we're done with the fight part, <laughs> like the show was after the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> Um, I have one other thing I want to kind of bring oh, okay. up about the fight, uh, but that's fine. So, all right, so we've got this this 
epic battle going on between Luke and Diamondback in a super suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this must have been on for a while, right? Like, like we're watching the show and it was, would you say 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that? It was, it was 15 minutes. I have the note specifically that the show is over at 15 minutes, climax done, <laughs> end of the episode. <laughs> so, um, but one of the things that we see happens is um, Claire is watching the fight from her mm. mom's apartment, right? Yes. And they're seeing this on the news. And I I can't imagine this was like, 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 yes, this was probably like breaking news in the sense that, you know, they just had the news on and then they like the news channel just went to it. But it can't have been like super breaking where they interrupt normal TV. And I'm willing to bet that the news channel they were watching still aired the normal commercials. So like <laughs> this fight must have been going on for a while because people still had to like get there and all of this stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how far Claire's mom lives from um, Pop's Barbershop, but it takes forever to get anywhere in New York. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you're Spider-Man. Uh, true. Um, oh, uh, you know, actually, one other thing I wanted to bring up, just about Diamondback in general. Um, I still don't really know exactly what kind of plan he had. <laughs> But whatever bad plan he had, once that fight spilled out into the public and everyone saw, like whatever plausible deniability he had is gone. Because up until that moment, they're like, oh, well, Luke Cage is the only one who could have possibly been the person to kill that cop. Now they're like, oh, wait, there's this other guy that Luke Cage is fighting who also has the power to kill someone with one punch to the chest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I... I... I don't know, like, I think it was really as soon as he showed up in the super suit, because there was no way those two are going to fight just in the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was always going to spill out somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a know- bad planner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and we know Luke will just throw people through windows, even if he doesn't have to, right? Like, so he just he just likes throwing people through windows. Yeah. He does. I mean, that's a go-to. And you yeah. you know, usually that's the end of the fight with that person. You throw someone through the window, they're done. Unless yeah. it's a Western. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is not one of those where it will end, because we've got yeah. a super suit involved. I do always think of um, the scene in that one episode of Firefly, where they um, punch a guy through a window, and it's a hologram window, so it just comes back up. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I do have some more like Luke questions. Okay. Or yeah, Luke let's let's notes. go on. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about him more. No more of this fight. Yeah. Um, I like his inspirational speech to the NYPD. It's um a good message, although it's a little heavy-handed. <laughs> a, a little, yeah, but still, you know, words to live by. Yeah, I mean, we don't get a lot of speeches from heroes who are not Captain America. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, I, I didn't look into this at all, but I mean, you, you kind of get the feeling that that's kind of what they were going with, right? Someone similar to Captain America, not exactly on the epic scale that we get from the movies, but uh-huh. you know, he's still, he's still looked up to, he's still uh, a really standout kind of person. Um, yeah. He has to do the right thing. Yeah. I mean, again, it's one of the reasons I I'm understand why hero or actors retire, 
But, you know, I'd like to see interaction between Luke and Captain America. Luke teaming up with Captain America. Oh, that would be great. I mean, he could still, you know, team up with Falcon if they get Mike Coulter back. Yeah, that's true, because at least he's still in the MCU and Captain America now. But, oh, man, I could just imagine that, like, them teaming up and fighting. And then Cap throws the shield, so that way Luke Cage can catch it. And he catches it, and then he tries to throw the shield. And it goes pretty much just as well as what Happy did in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, just because he's never practiced. (laughs) (laughs) Also, that shield he tried to throw was not his vibranium. That's true. (laughs) It was like a hundred-pound shield. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, the only other thing I have for Luke is that he ends up being arrested by the FBI for escaping. Ah, all that for nothing. Yep. Uh, it's It was good that they actually, or I don't know if it's good. I don't know how I feel about it. it. But it was accurate that there were actually consequences to all this stuff. Yeah, that's true. It It is it, it is nice in a sense that, you know, they, they complete storylines, right? Yeah, I mean... It would make sense that all this stuff would go down like this. Like, yeah, she just busted them out on TV. Someone will definitely uh, call that in or they'll definitely notice uh, if there's all this stuff happening. Yeah. And I mean, there's no there's even no guarantee that 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 um, the people who called it in were random people like it could have also been uh, people called in who worked for Mariah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably her assistant guy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the things that Luke and Claire say um, when they were kind of being interrogated a little bit in the uh, in the uh, police department building, um, they were saying, hey, so what happened? When, where were you when uh, that officer was killed? And he says, yeah, I wasn't even in the state. I was uh, in Georgia. I went to go see the doctor to uh, get that bullet out of me. Um, does, does anyone verify that? Like no one, no one talks to the doctor. They, they, they probably should. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like all this stuff, even if the FBI didn't show up, they'd have to go and verify some of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I, I know that at this point they're like they are trusting of him, so you know they're they're making sure, but they don't they don't ask for the doctor's name or where he lives yeah. or phone number. They just say, "Oh, okay, cool." Writing that, that down. That is true. Yeah. Like, because assuming that. If for some reason this would go to a trial, they're, they're going to verify that part. Yeah. I mean, there there are other questions about, like, the trial and the judicial system in New York, MCU New York. I'm questioning about something we're going to talk about later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to move on to Misty? Yeah, let's do that. All right. I've only got two notes for her. Um. The first one I have is when Claire shows up to the fight, she pulls Claire forward to tell Claire she needs to keep back. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> yeah, she pulls her forward out of the fight or out of the crowd and told her she needs to stay back in the back of the crowd. <laughs> <sighs> well, maybe she's directionally challenged. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, the other thing is just how she loses it when Candace is killed. I thought that was really good asking on Simone Mystic's part. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was, you know, very 
uh, I mean, that was emotional, right? That I mean, she specifically really wants to get uh, mainly. I, I think she really wants to go after Mariah and well, everyone uh-huh. involved with uh, Cornell and all that. But uh, but she's especially upset because I mean, that was personal, right? She was protecting Candace, like that was yeah, that was her her thing. And she because she lost her phone and didn't have a, a pin on it to to lock it. Candace, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, she should know other people's numbers. She should know Claire's number. Call Claire. Let her know that their phone's missing. Well, Claire <laughs> went was there with her, right? I, I mean, I don't think she noticed her phone was missing until uh, after she saw Claire at uh, Pops. Okay, you might be right on the timeline. Oh yeah, because it wasn't until she lost it like in the fight or right when the fight was starting last episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she probably just and and at the time I remember her talking to Claire and Claire said, "Yeah, no, it's it's okay. Candace is safe. She's at my mom's." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in her mind, yeah, she was like uh, Candace was completely safe, but nope. Yeah, yeah. That's all I really have for Misty in this episode. Okay. Um. I, pretty much the same. The only thing I, I wanted to point out at the end was, uh, uh, you know, very last scene that we see Misty and she's back at Harlem's Paradise watching Mariah, just like the first time we see her, mm-hmm. she was watching Cornell. So now she's got a new person to stalk, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, she's in a much weaker position because she, Mariah knows who Misty is, unlike the, when Cornell didn't know who Misty was at the beginning. Yeah, I, I remember we, so we talked about that a little bit, right? Like, I remember you bringing that question up, like, why? Why is she just there staring up at that area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the only thing I could think of that would make sense is just to keep track, right? You, you want something there to know, like, who are the people that are there? Who are, who are the people that are, like, showing up to have meetings that are leaving? Maybe you can work something with them if you need to, you know, press on them in order to get you know, evidence against Mariah or something to that effect. Um, but I, I agree with you. That's probably not the best way to do it because if you're overt, then Mariah can plan around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially showing up, <clears throat> not someone she obviously knows who knows he doesn't like her and showing up in a bright red dress and just staring <laughs> at her. <laughs> yeah. Come on. At least something, you know, darker, black, gray, dark red, baseball cap sunglasses or that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that wouldn't stand up in a club stand out in a club i mean not at all <laughs> uh yeah all right uh let's switch it up to our villains even though we talked about diamondback a lot already <laughs> i ask you to what end dread it run from it destiny arrives all the same it's funny isn't it how even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. What about turning the other cheek? Jesus saves. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could just skip them. I don't know if you had anything else, yeah. but I've got nothing. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't have anything else. I guess a bursting shows up at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um... And if I remember correctly, we never see him ever again. No. Okay. So we have no idea what happens. 
maybe that was planned for season three. And, you know, as one of those types of things where season one is the hero rising uh, and then two happens, it's mm-hmm. very different. And in three, it's hero's redemption, super linked back to season one with the same villains yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I, I think I've talked about this before. I think they should have just given every Netflix show three seasons and it would have been perfect. Because no spoilers at all, but I really liked how both Jessica Jones and Daredevil ended their third season. Yeah, I thought those were really good. Like they they ended on uh, a nice, uh, I I wouldn't say like cliffhanger or anything, but things were tied up. And it's it's one of those things where like if they went on to a fourth season, it would have been very different. And that would have been really cool to see with, uh, with Luke Cage. Yeah, and I mean, Iron Fist as well. I feel like they set it up for a good third season. <laughs> oh God, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's mainly just my curiosity, given the the little hints that they gave us were going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, and also probably the Punisher. Yeah, I mean, try. I feel I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember season two of the Punisher that well because you know I'm not a huge fan of the Punisher, so I didn't pay attention that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's fair. I I remember just kind of rushing through it, but but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the way that they set things up for all of these a third season would have been really nice. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Anyway, um, yeah, so Mariah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she spins it well. She pretty much she gets her revenge. She knows she's going to go get arrested, so she spins it telling the um news that about Carl Lucas. Yeah. So. Way to way to just name drop him right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally um, backstabbing him too because that file was supposed to exonerate him, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> Shocking, no one. Mariah Dillard backstabs Luke Cage. <laughs> so, what was her plan there? So, all right. So, my assumption is that her plan was name drop Luke Cage as Carl Lucas. Uh-huh. And then have someone that she knows or multiple people that she knows, um, like call in to whatever authorities they need to call so that to say, hey, this escaped uh, prisoner is here uh, going by a different name, Luke Gage. He's even on TV. Uh, so I assume that was the plan. But uh-huh. at that point, a little bit earlier, she and Shades were talking and Shades says that, oh, he he left the file back at Pops. So that that they know that file is still there. The file that can completely exonerate Luke Cage. So, like, that's going to no. come back into play at some point, right? No, Al. Once that window shatters, the file also shatters. Oh, it's gone okay. forever. Okay, alright. <laughs> you know, like files do. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. Uh, a while ago, uh, a window accidentally broke, and I lost my 2015 taxes. <laughs> it was, was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, during the distraction, why didn't she, like Shades go back in there and get the file? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, eventually, all you have to do is just kind of hang out. Eventually, mm-hmm. it'll be kind of empty, empty enough. I mean, we see at the end um, when oh, I forgot the guy's name. Um, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. There we go. Um, Bobby Fish, like he sees the file because he's the only one there in Pops's barbershop. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, there could have been a point where there was literally no one, and then Shades could have just gone in, grabbed the file, and left. Yeah, 
I mean, everyone's looking at the super fight. No one's looking about who's running into the building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's right. Even during that that portion of, of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then um, she gets arrested by Misty and then um, does a really good job acting like a naive person who has no idea what's happening. <laughs> Calling him with Diamond Jim and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll give her points for that, but I don't know. She... I, I I got the impression that she was doing the the whole um, don't say any facts type of um, type of thing that like a lawyer would would say like um, you don't have to like show emotion like that you know something or or you can show emotion kind of like you know something but like if there's no proof then uh, then you can say whatever you want. Um, to, to kind of get away with it, right? Like like exact like like what she was saying, right? Saying the wrong names of things. She wasn't saying that she knew Diamondback, but like I felt like her tone was kind of in that sense of, um, like oh yeah, obviously I did it, but you have no proof. Yeah, well, I feel like that's she switched to that when Misty came in, but I was talking about when she was with Ridley before that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, because once Misty went in, she like Misty was showing the evidence that they have, and then yeah. Mariah had to immediately switch. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that I do have that note. It's just like, um, as soon as Misty confronts her, she just like her facade falls away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which good point. Um, going back to how Misty ends the episode, just staring down Mariah at Harlan's Paradise. Um, yeah, definitely not. Definitely don't want to be visible there because you want to catch Mariah doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's like send in someone else, <laughs> like anyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. maybe, maybe not Luke Cage while well, he's in prison, but anyone else other than them. <laughs> yeah, I mean Mariah probably doesn't even know who Claire is, so you know she could work. Although Shades, I think, knows her. So yeah, I think Shades. I'm trying to think. Has Mariah ever interacted with Claire? I don't think they have. Yeah, I don't think so either. Okay. See, that would work. Mm-hmm. But but Claire is busy learning karate. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, um, just looking at a little bit from like the story arc perspective, um, Mariah started out the season. She was councilwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, respected, right? Nothing, no stains on her record or anything like that as far as we can tell um and she ends it um after a uh or in the middle i guess of a uh i can't remember the word controversy right yes you know with her cousin who died mysteriously uh and who had ties to being involved with the numerous illegal dealings uh, and then she ends up with Harlem's Paradise. So now she's kind of, I, I, I kind of wonder if part of that is her seeing herself as like, all right, well, now I guess I own Harlem kind of thing. Yeah. I think she does, especially how she um, ends up with Shades at the end. Yeah. I They also, like, they, they kind of showed um, switching out the, the giant painting that they had mm-hmm. in, in the office. And I kind of wonder if that was the, the um, symbolism the way to symbolize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I took it was that now Biggie had one big crown. Now they have two crowns together. Oh, her and shades. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
And that's yeah. how I take it now, now that we've talked about it. <laughs> Good. And that was my only note for Shades. Uh, he killed <laughs> Candace also. <laughs> yeah, what an ass. I know. Oh, stupid, stupid Candace. <laughs> well, right. actually, I'm, I've got nothing against her uh, on that, right? She she thought she was talking to yeah. um, to uh, Misty. And, and Misty like explicitly told her the week before uh, when, when Misty gave her the, the phone. She said, there's only one number in it. Uh, if it's from that number, it's me. Like, so you yeah. can trust it. No, yeah. I don't think I, I, maybe I spoke incorrectly. She wasn't stupid. She was just very naive. And the fact that it was like, go by yourself to the police station or to this place where I'm going to meet you. I wouldn't have trusted that. Oh, I see if, what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So she's not stupid, but she was just very trusting. Okay. Which got her in a lot of trouble in general in this show. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. all right right. i think i'm done with the villains okay yeah same here i mean that's i mean those are the three main villains essentially so yeah yeah all right let's take a quick break let's pay for some bills and then we'll uh basically wrap up the episode welcome to baskin robbins would you like to try our mango fruit blast and jerry's named a flavor after me so start graving hazelnuts not bad for your consideration the jerry All right, Tony, um, I know that you really hate it when I put you on the spot, so I'm just going to ask you an easy question, all right? What is the one question you ask your wife more than anything else? What do you want for dinner? Exactly. I'm always asking my wife the same question. Where is my super suit? It's a common problem, especially for those heroes and villains who turn invisible. But now, our partners at Super Soup... Suit locators uh, have got the perfect product just for you. Introducing the all-new, all-around better, 5G-compatible Super Suit location device. It's a small device that you attach to each piece of your Super Suit, or one if it's just one giant thing. And then you can use an app to tell you where it is. And you can even make it ding in case you're one of those blind superheroes that needs to find it with sound. Now, you're probably thinking that this is the exact same thing as a tile sticker. But no, this is better for good reasons. Lots of good reasons. Use promo code MCU Rewind <laughs> to get a free cape with your first purchase. I'm surprised the sponsor didn't sponsor an episode, you know, that actually has Samuel Jackson in it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised, too. But they wanted this one because it's the first Super Suit episode we've seen. So Yeah, right. there has not been any Super Suits before this. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the guy in the chair or the nurse in the apartment. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Claire's the only one uh, we've got here. Uh, all right. What have you got for Claire? Um, I was feeling nervous when she gave that pep talk to Candace about being a strong and doing good for people that Candace would go out and do something like try to save Luke. She didn't. She went out for a different reason. But I thought it was going to backfire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. It, it did backfire differently. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
Um, I mean, she she was telling. I mean, it worked. You know, she she was telling Candace to you know be strong. You know, everyone's got to do their part. Her part is staying alive long enough to uh, put Mariah in jail. But that that part didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, what do you feel about like? Before we were recording, you we were talking about Air, the show Arrow. What do you think about Luke Cage and also Arrow did this changing who the characters end up with romantically? Because in um, Arrow, he's supposed to be with Laurel, but ends up with Felicity. In this, um, Luke Cage um, in the comics marries and has a child with Jessica Jones. What's your yeah. opinion on them switching up? Um, I honestly, I'm fine with it. Like, like when I first watched this, you know, uh, back, back in the, uh, the crazy times of 2016, um, you know, I, I was still kind of, I don't want to call it like a a purist, you know, for the comics, like, oh, the, the show has to be just like it. But like, I, at the time I wanted like the big stuff to still be around. And so it, I had assumed that, okay, he will eventually end up with Jessica, uh, but that'll be later, maybe in a su- in a separate season, or maybe something will happen in Defenders because at the time we knew that was going to happen. So you know, I, I had no problem with it. Um, now, however, I'm I care even less, um, and I think the <laughs> the biggest thing was Captain Marvel because in that movie that was like the the biggest change of the scrolls, right? The um, what we know mm. from the comics and you know other Marvel related things is that the scrolls, you know, really. Uh, you know, evil race or evil, you know, in quotes, because, you know, they're always at war and that kind of stuff at yeah. war with the, the Kree. Um, they, they've been a big part of some of the uh, comics storylines. Um, and in Captain Marvel, we see that that's not at all how they are. Um, and, you know, the, the ones that get names are also the cool ones. We like them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so pretty much after that, now I'm like, yeah, all right. The, I, I trust, for the most part, so far, um, you know, I trust Disney and the decisions that they're making around the MCU. Um, so if they change something, okay, cool, go for it, whatever. Maybe they'll change that in the future. Eventually, it, eventually, something will change in in a story, right? Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I keep saying this about comics. We have decades of storyline here, so like, uh, I don't remember what it was, but. I was reading one comic and there was one character who was talking about previously being married to someone else. Like, Oh, I didn't even know that was ever a thing. Um, Oh, who was it? Uh, Mockingbird. Mockingbird used to be married to Hawkeye at one point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, and, you know, uh, now Mockingbird, because of agents of shield, there there was this whole thing with her and uh, Lance Hunter in the comics too, being a separate thing. So, you know, like, the, the shows will also impl- um, uh, modify the, the story that they, they put in the comics. What, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter to me. I, I don't care. Okay. It's, it's a story. Cool. I'm enjoying this thing that I'm watching. So, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I, I don't care either, but for like different reasons, because just like I feel the chemistry between Claire and uh, Luke much better than I feel the chemistry between Jessica and Luke. So it's like I'm, I have I never have a problem separating different mediums. Like when they adapt something for a movie. Oh yeah, and people are like, "Oh my god, you ruined my childhood!" It didn't ruin my childhood. My childhood's still there. I can still go back to the book. 
Yeah, uh, they. It's not like they used a time machine and went back. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I was like, I cannot read the Cursed Child ever again. <laughs> or yeah, the, but the yeah, Harry Potter the play. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it doesn't bug me. I know it bugs a lot of people when they change stuff like this. But yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, speaking about the chemistry, uh, that was like the most passionate kiss I'd ever seen on TV <laughs> between Luke and Claire. Oh, man, I should probably should have paid attention. I, I, I don't know. In my mind, like, hey, it's a kiss. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, it was like a good like 25 second kiss when she just stopped the show and watched them make out for a little bit. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. Well, right. the FBI agents are just letting him do that. Okay, all right. I guess not Not that big a deal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in their mind, they're still taking him. They're like, well, it's it's your last little bit of freedom. Uh, have have yeah. a minute. But they do offer him Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> at the end. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so those are, and all in all, those were cool FBI agents. They were just like, yeah, I guess we got to do this. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. They they still did their job, but they're like they're at least trying to be nice. Like, eh, you know what? We've heard the stories. You seem like a cool guy. Sorry about this. We don't actually know what you're arrested for. We just know we have to take you. Yep. Because I mean, even we don't, as the audience, right? We we don't actually know. Yeah, we don't actually know what the <laughs> the crime was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he All stole right. five pennies from the pick a penny, leave a penny. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he was framed for that. <laughs> he didn't even do it <laughs> alright I mean everything else with Claire we kind of talked about already in reference to other things yeah, uh, I've, yeah. I've got nothing else Like my, my points are all gone Yep. yeah and um, the same with the 12% of the plan I had two notes <laughs> that we already talked about exact same here so alright all right. Um, so Tony I don't remember do, do we rate the episode or the season or both um, I'm gonna say both just to cover our bases because I'm not sure. And you got, you know what? All you listeners, you can go back to like when we finished Daredevil, and we would have this exact same conversation. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Um, all right. Well, then, in that case, Tony, how do you want to rate the? Well, do you want to choose the uh, choice yeah. for the season or the episode? Um, I'll choose for the episode. Well, I've got something in mind for both of them. Oh, okay. But, well, then do both. Um. Uh, how many? Oh, damn it! I lost it. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> I had something in mind. All right. Well, how many uh, files are you going to give this episode? Uh, the episode. Um. I'll give it a four. Um, you know, it started off kind of cool. You know, you've got a mm-hmm. cool super fight between two characters. Um, it's really nice to see Luke Cage, really any hero, like let loose, right? Um, I am slightly annoyed that, again, the final enemy was exactly the same as the hero yeah. you know, in terms of power, that kind of stuff. So 
glad that that starts to branch out a little bit more in the other stuff that we'll about or we're about to start talking about for the MCU. Um, but the episode itself, you know, once that big fight ended, things just kind of went on into a uh, the demi demi demagogue <laughs> denouma denouma. All right. <laughs> But yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna keep calling it demigod. Uh, and so, <laughs> so you know, the Hercules. Exactly. <laughs> so, so basically, once we got you know to that point, things really just kind of. It was how I remember the the season as a whole going. Of you know, we get a lot of storyline, but it's kind of slow. So it's it's really just the wrap up. So you know, I'll, I'll give it a four because I liked it more than the rest of the season because it was a nice wrap up of things. Mm, okay. I disagree with you. Oh. I would give this a two and a half. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, and the the half, is, or the the reason it's even that high is I like Luke's speech. <laughs> and um, Willis Riker gets beat down. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of this episode was pretty much recrapping the previous episodes. Like, when they were telling the story of what happened. It feel like... Yeah, we know what happened. We just watched 12 episodes of this. <laughs> um, the fight, to me, was underwhelming. I mean, I... Yeah, I just... I did not enjoy this episode. I like I, I enjoyed, like, a good 75% of the season. But this episode has just really brought it down for me. Okay, that's that's fair. I mean, it it wasn't set up to be a really good finale. Right. It, it was it yeah. was kind of just set up to finish off the fight specifically with Diamondback and maybe with Mariah and Shades. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we see, OK, that doesn't happen. And Mariah and Shades yeah. go off and do their thing. Um, so, yeah, you, you're right. Plus, it didn't yeah. really mostly focus on the main character, Luke Cage. We, we, got, we got a lot of other stuff for other characters being angry mm-hmm. about stuff. Right. We got the whole thing with uh, with Misty uh, upset that she's not able to arrest um mariah and that kind of stuff yeah i feel this is all there was a lot of setup for season two and for the defenders and a little bit for iron fist (laughs) (laughs) oh just the one flyer at the end yeah okay a little bit but yeah it was there (laughs) all right um al but for the whole season how many uh bullet hold uh sweaters would you give this season uh season as a whole i'm gonna go pretty low also i'm gonna say mm-hmm. two and a half actually um it's it's mostly because you know i remember I remember when i first watched it i kept thinking okay this is a netflix mcu show it's it's a little slow at times a lot or slow at a lot of times um there's a lot of back and forth like remembering being a kid or you know so stuff in the, the past and then now we're, we're doing the, the now time stuff which can be fine but it just happens so often um there's not a lot of action that's going on it's it's Mm -hmm. uh you know very story driven character driven which i will say is actually um interesting right when when the main hero doesn't use their powers because they can't like they use them to be able to achieve their goal but they can't do it to actually stop the the villains um for you know the things that they're doing because they want to do it the right way i do i do kind of like that concept that that keeps popping up but um i think i told you the thing i like could like i was upset or not upset uh the thing that i I remember dreading a little was the like three episodes of luke cage just not being able to do anything because he was just shot and just trying to survive 
And that was just so drawn out. And it just, uh, I, I remember, yeah. yeah, not looking forward to that. So, yeah, on the bright side, I know season two is better. So fingers crossed that I remember mm-hmm. that one a little bit better. So, yeah, two and a half for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm similar. I'll give it a three a little bit because with exception of Stryker, I love the characters in this, but it was drawn out. Um, I agree with you about that. Um, yeah, I just I wasn't compelled in the story once Cornell died. And that's a big problem with this season. Um, I just like I'm again, I'm excited. I, I like to luckily I like season two more. Uh, they have a stronger villain, which again, the big downfall and they don't spin their at least I don't remember them spinning the wheels as much. Um, but yeah, at least every character except for Willis was a very strong character, which yeah, um, I think like Jessica Jones and Iron Fist both struggle with that. Like, I like Jessica in in Jessica Jones, and I like um Malcolm, but everyone else I couldn't care less about. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. then yeah. yeah, and then with um. With Iron Fist, we're not there yet, but it's all about Colleen Wing, and I don't care about anyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'll give it a little higher because I love these characters. I'd like to see, um, especially uh, Mike Coulter and Simone Missick back in the MCU proper. I don't care about anyone else. <laughs> really? <laughs> but, not, even, uh, yeah. not even Daredevil? No, I'm from this show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, and Claire, but I think she's in all of these. Claire should be in everything. <laughs> Every single show. <laughs> Cat, well, someday she'll be in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I know, as of this <laughs> recording, we've got like eight episodes left in the season. I think she's I'm got like, the listeners, the listeners know whether or not. That's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, I think I'm good talking about Luke Cage until we see him in The Defenders. Yeah, sounds good to me. So uh, we'll just kind of wrap it up. Um, All right, everyone, just a heads up on our schedule. Uh, We do have that published online. It is not up to date. That's on me. I'll try to remember to update that soon. But uh, next week, we're going to start talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3. We're going to have six weeks of that, and then we'll take a break to do three episodes of uh, Doctor Strange. So we'll get back to a movie. Uh, Then we'll get back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And if you're really looking forward to us getting back to the Netflix side of the MCU, um, we're going to start Iron Fist back up 19 weeks from now, which will be <laughs> February 1st, 2021. So uh, in the meantime, uh, please join us next week when we will be talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 1. Uh, and you can also, in the meantime, remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind and subscribe to the show um, and you know auto-download it because I think I think it's cooler if you'd auto download podcasts instead of, you know, listening to them on demand and maybe not listening to them and maybe not giving that show a download. And anyway, this has been the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Sort of like the master builder when I make my way home. You know my Steve. You know my Steve. Let them know. Do your thing, Keep it live. To the beach, y'all. The beat is sinister, primo makes you relax I'm like the minister, when I be lacing the wax I be bringing salvation through the way that I rap And you know, and I know, I'm nice like that Work through worldly problems, I got the healing power When the mic's within my reach, I'm feeling more power Stealing